transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. Yeah, sweet. All right, we're, we are recording. Shout out to Intune this week. Record Sun. Uh, nope. Never mind. Wait, I'm going to ask this one. Looks like, looks like we're recording. It's another episode of In Tune. I'm Lucas. I'm Avi. All right. And we are going to be talking about music. So, quick disclaimer. We recorded a podcast last week, but I fucked it up in, in audio, in, when I was mixing the audio in some, some way. I'm trying to fix it. So we might have a double feature this week. But... And it had uh, to be the podcast where we talked about my favorite music. So thanks, Lucas. It'll get out. I apologize. It'll get, it'll, it'll get out there. It was good. It was good stuff. This will be like the lost. Po- it'll be like the lost podcast. I'll get, Jared, <laughs> I'll get Jared to hold it for like a year. The um, it might. We. I'll, I'm gonna try and like fix it. It might be out this week. And we will talk about obvious, obvious stuff. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So. We're, we're sticking to the trend, though. This week, we're talking about my stuff. So, Bad Snacks, to start it off. This is um, and, and worth a shout-out. She is the producer that makes the music that's our intro and outro to this podcast. It's, like, fun, sort of, like, hip hop style production, but, like, accentuated by her background of, a, like, classical musician. So she uses, mm-hmm. like, an electric violin and stuff. She yeah. probably heard throughout her work. So yep. she released her second album... Uh, it's called Neat Tape Two, and uh, sent to Avi. Any any uh, general feelings, my friend? Yeah, this is a solid album. It's very long. Uh, yeah. Some of the tracks are pretty short. Um, I think there might be like seventeen or eighteen songs, but uh, overall, the album flows really well. Uh, it's only it's it, only like thirty five minutes long too. Like, there's a lot yeah. of songs, but it doesn't overstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you said. Uh, the instrumentation of the album, even though it's primarily like, I mean, I don't know what kind of genre it's, it's electronic, but yeah. if you wanted to give it a more specific genre, it's Lucas. called like, I would say like lo-fi sort of like, in like, like hip hop style type mm-hmm. production, not like, but completely instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, like the electric violin in the song who's feeling tough, like that was pretty legit. Um, yeah. 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 I can totally like, put this in the background and when I'm like studying or that that's kind of like the vibe for me. Yeah. I don't feel like it's a very, I don't feel like it's an active listening album, you know, Mm -hmm. like I can totally see going to like a show with some friends and watching this or listening to it passively. But like, it's, I agree. It's just, it's just fun. And also there's some creative stuff that she does. Like she also has a very active YouTube channel. So go check out bad snacks. Like she shows off a lot of cool stuff. Is that the name that she primarily uses for herself? Yes. I actually don't remember her real name off the top of off the top of her head. All of her brandings like bad snacks. Yeah. And uh, she has some really cool stuff with her violin. So like she, she has an electric violin that she can run like a synth through. So she like plays a keyboard through her violin and it's pretty (laughs) wicked. That's cool. Yeah. She, and like, it's um, just completely like independent music. sort of akin to a lot of the stuff that we talked about on last week's podcast that the listener didn't hear about whoops um but just it, it's um it's something that's told passion project and you can tell 
right? Mm-hmm. Did um? So Do you know I, what label that she uh, that that the album's on, or if she's I'm, not on a label? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm pretty sure there's a label behind her, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Okay. She um, I want to. Say, there might be one, but it's like really small, and I think out of the LA area. Okay. Just speaking completely off the top of my head. I actually just looked it up, and it looks like she does it under her own name. It's copyrighted Sick. under Bad Snacks LLC. There you go. Limited Liability Corporation. <laughs> That's the name of the label. Just joking. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> so other than um, Who's Feeling Tough, was there any, anything that stuck out to you? Yeah, I liked um, Song for Misato and North Shore. Yeah. Any, any reasons? Just like the general um, flow of it? Just the general flow. Yeah, it was pretty legit. I feel like, I feel like that's just the vibe this album gets off. Like you can't really, it not, it's, it sounds almost dismissive, but I think of it in generalities, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that that's a negative thing for it to be a passive listening album. I think that she does this incredibly, you know, I, I'm not sure if she was trying to make an active listening album, but for me, it's like I have a number of albums in my sort of like repertoire for music where I really, really value them, even though they're more of like passive listening. Yeah. It's just like, I need that sort of vibe for when I'm like studying or reading or even like trying to fall asleep. And so this, I, you know, this will go on that sort of. It's it's just a neat tape, right? It's a neat tape. Second one, neat tape two. um, It's just fun. It's easy listening and it's fun to listen to. Yeah. So that's bad snacks. Check her out. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, that's where I follow her. And she's, she's fucking sweet. Totally worth checking out. If you are a producer, like I know you're learning some stuff on your computer, Avi. Like she is a fucking expert. She, and she has some like cool, like free tutorials on her web on her uh, YouTube channel. So yeah, I, I love it when, when artists and musicians kind of bridge that gap where they're not just kind of like the only thing they do is make music, but they actually like, tell you about the music that they yeah. make and even and like, like teach you how to make it yeah it's so yeah. legit yeah i mean this entire music is all about giving something to others it's a piece of yourself so make that and another medium it adds a lot of value to it yeah, so yeah. shouts to bad snacks so i sent you another album uh the evening by ford and then also his recent single um living breathing so mm-hmm. i know you got a lot to say about this <laughs> sure do yeah. Uh, yeah. This this album was incredible. It was so good. Um, overall, my thoughts were um, well. If you're, you know, maybe maybe you should go in first to you know, kind of give me a little intro to Ford and kind of what kind of music he makes. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's um. I, I guess it would fall into sort of like like some of it falls into that sort of like lo-fi category where mm-hmm. it's it doesn't sound underproduced, but it sort of has that like sort of like vinyl graininess to it it's a bit rougher on the edges but then he goes into some also like hi-fi type very very like smooth very like intentional sounding music like there's a lot of formatting behind it it's very well structured yeah and he he works in the same label as mild minds so that's something worth noting foreign family and it's it sort of holds with that trend while not being similar to mild minds it has a very different vibe to it it almost falls into like an ambient category, I'd say. Yes, yes, definitely. That stood out to me. And I, um, overall, I'd like kind of label this album for me, like in terms of descriptors as like warm and comforting. Like it, it oh, kind right. of, it, it is ambient, but it's like, it is also loud in a way. 
Um, so it's not like this, the type of ambient where it's like, you know, it just kind yeah. of blows. It has uh, a very like, softly. full sound, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and one of the things that I really, really loved was, so he, he calls this album The Evening, and it, it sounds so much like an evening album or like, you know, yeah. nighttime. Uh, I think the first song is called Dusk. Yeah. Um, he incorporates some sounds of weather and nature, like the rain sounds, and it like it fits in so well with the songs. Yeah. And it just like sets the vibe, sets the tone, and it really just goes beyond making the specific song. Like he actually goes really far into setting a vibe yeah. for each song and for the album as whole. And so it, it flowed it, super nicely. It's re- it really sets a scene for you, you know? Like I, yeah. I like listeners, I used to live in downtown Olympia and like I remember listening to this in on like after dark walking down the waterfront in downtown Olympia in the summer, you know? Like it yeah. a toy it fit that scene, you know? It's almost like that ideal that you imagine while listening to it. Exactly. So actually the kind of bring back Lake, which we talked about last week. Yeah. Um, we mentioned that Lake is a very sunny, very summery album, uh, yeah. their album Roundelay. And it, to me, I wouldn't really necessarily listen to that album at night when I'm like, you know, trying to either relax or like, you know, nighttime vibes. And similarly with, with Ford's album, The Evening, I don't think I'd listen to it like in the middle of the day, like at noon. Yeah. So it's, it, the, both of those albums have kind of like, an ideal time and like setting to listen to them. Absolutely. That's really cool to me for, um, I mean like, and there's the other circumstance that I listen to this album to all the time. is like, if I'm like, again, this sounds pretentious, but like I'm, I, I'm a diehard skier during the winters. You know, there's like a connotation of like rich kids being skiers, but whatever. Like this is this entire album I'll listen to in my earbuds. The, it's sort of, like you said, it has almost like a nature vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost, it becomes, especially the inter- instrumental tracks are like almost meditative, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, like, like you were saying with Lake, it just sort of it flows. It's very peaceful, you know, it's at ease. Yeah, and I like that he um, incorporates some guests in the album for vocals like uh, Odessa does with their album as well. Oh, yeah, totally. I talked about. Um, it keeps a pace kind of, to it. Yeah, and like the diversity um, of having different vocalists was pretty cool too. And you, you know what's crazy about this dude? When he was signed on that label, he was 17 years old. This album came out when he was 18. It's wild. Yeah, it's... And, and also this, I want to say, he, he re, this is the dude who remixed a Mild Mind song and got, got nominated for a Grammy. Like, he's, yeah, he's going places. He's going places. He's, yeah. he's like, it's, it's, it's wild. So you, um, you brought up before you recorded something about just like the actual like, music making of this that the bass and like the kick drum really stood out. Yeah. So actually the, my one sort of, um, the one thing that kind of like bothered me with this album as I was listening to it, it was kind of a small thing was he, his, his bass is very, very prominent in the album. And to some people I could see like how appealing that is like very like resonating full sounding bass, but he also uses this effect, which maybe you can talk about in yeah. a second that kind of like um it it overshadows some of the other instruments like as each bass sound hits it kind of all the other sounds diminish in that second yeah and to me it's it was kind of distracting yeah. yeah essentially in ableton live there's a parameter that allows you to like cut through the mix with a specific sound you can put it on anything but 
for a, a lot of people, you'd like to put it on a kick drum and just like really emphasize the beginning of a measure or like mm. every beat, you know? So, yeah. the, um, and that's sort of, I'm a fan of it personally. Like I can totally understand the criticism, but I think one of the strongest points of this album is how percussive it is. Yeah. Adding to that, his drums are fucking awesome. The program drums, I have no idea how he does these cool drum patterns. Did that stand out to you at all? It, Sort of. I would need to re-listen to the album to like listen specifically to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely appreciated his his kind of mix of instrumentation with the um, with his electronic setup. Yeah, it's like, very. I, yeah, in in the song Slack, he uses an acoustic guitar in a super unique way that yeah, I've totally. never heard before. It was really cool. Oh yeah, totally. The and I think. Most of all, like, and it falls like the percussion and the instrumentation falls in that category. It's just music with texture to it, you know? Yeah. Like there's sort of like we were talking about, gotta keep it going. Gotta talk about parcels every podcast. Every like, pod. Every podcast. The, um, like, like we were talking about with their music, it's not that there's a ton of layers, but that it's all done expertly and the music is well thought out. Mm-hmm. And in this it is very, it is very specifically made music. Like there is a, there's an eye on the details, but there's also yes. a lot going on. Right. Each song is very like, um, there's so many things that stand out within each song in particular. Whereas, you know, to contrast that with bad snacks, each song is kind of like, you can differentiate between the songs, but each song is like pretty short and it, it flows as a yeah. whole, whereas, and Ford's album does flow as a whole, but each song, like you're saying, is like very specific. Yeah. And I mean, like, I'm looking at the album time on this, like Bad Snacks was like 17 songs in about 35 minutes. This is 30 mm-hmm. minutes and 10 songs. Yeah. So like, there's just, um, the songs are longer and I feel like, not that's a bad thing, not that's a bad thing on Bad Snacks part, but like, there's just a lot more going on in each song. Yeah. Um, and everything, it's a lot like heavier music, you know? There's a lot mm-hmm. of there's a lot more meat to chew, and I feel like actively listening to music like this. Yes, you can listen to it passively if you're taking a walk or just like driving around. But if you're, or like in your case, biking around, the mm-hmm. and like, but if you're going to actively listen to something like this and just pay attention to details, like you can pick something up every time you listen to it. I agree. Yeah, that's one of the amazing things about this album. Also, I feel like this is an album that. Uh, audiophiles would love uh you know if if you're trying to like test out like an incredibly expensive pair of headphones like oh, yeah listen to this album because his production is super tight and even though it is you know some songs are kind of like grainy almost like lo-fi sounding other songs um are very just very hi-fi and it's like very maybe you can talk about that because you know more about the specifics to that but he it's just very very cool in his music production oh yeah like there's some ways there's some ways that he makes it sound like granular and just like sort of like messing around with the overall taste of it but then like like you like you were saying like it's it has there's a lot of thought behind all the elements and a lot of songs it cleans up you know like yeah. there's some I feel like slack falls into that category is another good example like there's a bit of like vinyl uh, vinyl like static in the beginning but it's just like a very not in your face but like sort of, it'll, it'll really get you going you can really yeah. hear the layers Actually, one of the songs, maybe it was Slack, where you could hear the kind of vinyl sound. It, I could have sworn that it, it was, like, I was kind of confused whether it was vinyl or like rain sounds. And it, I'm like kind of confident that it's both. 
Yeah, I think so too. Songs, which is yeah. really cool. It kind of like blends together in a really unique way. Yeah, I think it's the same. I think that's sort of like a trend that goes throughout this. Is it's touching? It has like some of those natural elements, but then it also has these cool sort of like like vinyl or like or like tape echoes going on, mm-hmm. like a bit of warble too. Exactly. Yeah. Do you like, have a song? I love. Oh, I was just gonna say I love putting on a vinyl when it's raining outside, and so maybe this is like the sort of thing you're trying to emulate. Dude, I have I have this record. I'll bring it to you next time in Olympia. Please do. The um. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. The um, do you have a song that stands out to you as like a favorite? Um, see. for me, I, I really like warmth. The vocal feature on that song is awesome. It fits it so well, and that, mm-hmm. that song goes by really quickly. And it, but it, it just it's just nice, and it really has a vibe to it. I think the yeah. music video for warmth is just like, it's it's just like a, a girl walking around downtown Seattle, cutting back and forth with actually like for the dude walking around like the plains he's from like the midwest so oh. like you know where he's based is he based in seattle um I, I don't think so he's definitely not based in seattle but the but the label that produced the music video is oh okay so i think they, it was somebody filming him then like sending it over here so mm-hmm. yeah uh in terms of songs that i that stood out to me uh dusk definitely was an incredible intro to the album yeah. really like set the vibe um who's to say stood out to me slack that acoustic guitar the transition between slack and craving was really uh seamless and really yeah. awesome and i like the vocals on on craving and then lastly bedford falls was like really, bedford falls is a great song yeah great he, track I, I think that's his number one on spotify oh it's number okay. two now he has a remix that takes place sure also this dude you look at his spotify page because he has a ton of singles and he's done a ton of remixes sure yeah the this um, guy is very prolific for being so young i know you can tell that this was like his life you know yeah. the um I mean, so you listen to his new single as well. It looks like yes. there'll be an album coming at some point. Did you pick up anything different off of that in comparison to this album? The tempo for me stood out. Uh, it was very, uh, very quick. And just, I really appreciated the beat of that song. Like that yeah. overall just really stood out. It was just, to me, I mean, the song's called Living Breathing. The beat yeah. of this song reminded me of a heartbeat. I don't know if that was like intentional at all, but. I feel like it would be. Like it yeah. makes sense thematically <laughs> with the song. It's a very, and it, like we're talking about lively music today a lot, but that is the embodiment of that to me. Yeah. It, it really, it really gets, it really feels like, it really feels like you should be going on like a run or like. It's a headbanger. Yeah. And also I listened to that right before we, um, right before we recorded, just to just have it fresh in my mind. And like what you were talking about with a bass and the kick pushing through, it's especially apparent in that song to me, which mm-hmm. sort of lends itself more to being like the heartbeat, you know? Yeah. It's pushing through everything. Mm-hmm. And you, and also, like listening to that again, just a moment ago, the 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 textures of the audio, sam- like the vocal samples in it, they're so subtle, but you can pick it up about halfway through the song. The songs some start coming in. It's re- it's really nice. I'm yeah, excited to see where this album goes. Me too. I have a feeling that just everything this guy puts out is going to be so solid. Especially, you know, like he's so young, he's got so much time and so much life ahead of him. I mean, you know, hopefully, uh, and I can just. I'm very excited to see what this guy has got to put out in the future. Oh, yeah. I'm excited rec- also to listen to other stuff besides, you know, this album. I will recommend right away. He has an EP called Good Company. He did with two other producers of like similar style. Mm-hmm. It's on the money. Like it's so good. Nice. The, I mean, I think like that EP, it's like, it's a, I want to say like six, seven songs. And he did it in a week. Wow. I'm just like sitting down here on Airbnb with these dudes. And there's a, there's a cool, like the making of video on YouTube. I, and it's it's so cool like that you just and you can tell that these are people that 
the creative juices are flowing. <laughs> like they yeah. know what they're doing. It, Just, it's yeah, it's one thing to make music on your own, but like to pair up with people who you might not be like super, you know, comfortable with to begin yeah. with, and then and then to get in the zone and actually create music together is very very impressive. Absolutely. So yeah, Ford gets a high recommendation from the two of us. Yes. Two thumbs up. A big big two thumbs up. Amen. As as far as my thumbs can go. So different, totally different vibe now. Monophonics. Mm-hmm where it's sort of a very a bunch of dudes making this very soulful, very <clears throat> like easy, easy listening, definitely, but sort of calling back to some of the, I wouldn't say lost, but less readily made style of music in the present. At least to me, I don't pay much attention to like that side of it just because it's changed so much. Like mm-hmm. I, I love the classics. So this, this was a breath of fresh air for me. So yeah, I this is felt about it. This was awesome. I really appreciated just like the soulfulness of it, the funkiness to it. Um, yeah. It they were able to sort of replicate a very oldies sound, um, which is really cool. Like it, it sounded I, like as I accidentally start playing the album on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember which podcast you were talking about this with, but like, or, yeah, I mean, you know, artists trying to replicate a sort of sound, but in their own way, or like yeah. connecting it to the present yeah uh, i feel like they do that in a really unique way it reminds me of some <laughs> I think other that was us talking about parcels <laughs> where no, it was like yeah being, being, re- being referential to like the past <clears throat> i actually watched an interview with parcels the other day well, because i was looking into their new live album and they were talking about how like it's new music but with the subtlety and the feeling of old music yeah. And the interviewer, great interview. The the dude interviewing them brought Who up. Who put out the interview? I don't remember off the top of my head. I think I looked up on YouTube like Parcel's interview and it was like the first thing. So okay. check that out. The but the interviewer who asked some good questions, he asked about a band called Greta Van Fleet. I don't know if you've heard of them. We mentioned we talked about this. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Where they totally it's so funny that he brought that up. Yeah, yeah they, they totally are reminiscent of like uh oh led zeppelin it was i it was escaping me for a moment they're so reminiscent of led zeppelin it sounds like a b-side on a long lost album yeah. the but how like i feel like monophonics falls into the same category as parcels where it's oh it's overtly referencing something but with the with like the nuance and the subtlety of modern music right so it's like yeah. like i yeah, I mean, I was just gonna say, like, unlike with Greta Van Fleet, who you can like instantly be like, "Oh, this sounds like Led Zeppelin." With Parcels and with Monophonics, even though it does bring up that very intense um, nostalgia, vibe, nostalgia. Yeah, you can't like connect it to a specific artist. Yeah. Instead, it's like kind of a blend or like overall, um, yeah, vibe. So, have you, have you ever watched Stranger Things? Oh yeah. So it's like absolutely none of the elements of stranger things are original but all of the elements were thrown in the blender and they were poured out and create something new with it yeah like it's the same thing of like these elements you can hear like some like parliament you can hear some marvin gay going on but it's all mm-hmm. it's broken down into the fundamentals and then laid out as on a fresh platter so right yeah and you can't really like, accuse this band of like of copying any artist, you know, like, yeah. which is, which is good. Um, I, well, maybe one of my criticisms of this album though, is that 
to me, it wasn't very unique. Like I agree. I try to find with bands and with albums, like, okay, this is a good album, but like, what about it makes it stand out to me? Like it might be a really solid album. Um, you know, the instrumentation is great and everything very tight, but, but if there isn't like a specific thing, even just one that makes it stand out from another album, then I don't really have the specific desire to like return to it very often. So it's something, it's something that you'd happily, like you won't skip if it came up on shuffle but it's not it's it's not something you'd actively seek out exactly yeah the yeah i I completely agree with that like i won't say that it doesn't have an identity but it's a bit less less of a it's a bit more derivative than something like parcels but not as derivative as like a greta van fleet i agree yeah it it falls somewhere in the middle where i'm like this would be a fun i would in a heartbeat go watch these guys live though I've heard briefly that they put on a really, really solid live show. And I was curious, I didn't really look into it that deeply. Like why, what makes their live show stand out? Like, what do they do? Are they just like very, very good performers? But like, in what sense, do you know anything about that? I haven't seen them live. I would love to though. The, like, I feel like there's a sort of a charm that comes with like the soul funk almost. And there's some like elements of like big band jazz even going on in a lot of these songs yeah i think there, it's there's a very kind, specific kind of vibe and feeling that an audience gets under those circumstances it's totally different than a lot of like modern music like so many so many concerts now are it's like stadium shows you know mm-hmm. like the big shit there's nothing wrong with that and a lot of circumstances musicians get so big that that's the only time you can see them but you can imagine these guys who are probably touring with a handful of like horn players, a really oh, good yeah. drummer and a bass player. Like they would, it would be a lot of fun in a like intimate venue to watch something like this. I agree. Yeah. That sounds cool. Like a place, like a place like uh, I can imagine them touring, going to like the crocodile up in Seattle or something like that like, where it's just small, maybe a few hundred people. Mm-hmm. There you go. Like I can't, I can't imagine this music being, Oh, okay. Perfect example. Did you listen to the Arctic monkeys most recent album? Which one was that? It's a uh, tranquility based hotel and casino. Uh, I believe like, so. Probably. It's like jazz. Unless it, it came out like yesterday. No, nah, it came out like a year and a half ago. I want to say. Oh, actually, no, I've not heard it. It's totally different in tonality. It's okay. not, it's not rock. It's closer to jazz and it's very like, I guess the story behind it is that Alex Turner got a piano for his birthday and <laughs> put down the guitar exclusively focused on, focused on piano. Mm-hmm. it's like weird song structure like spoken word jazz wow but they were doing they were doing shows in like stadiums for it and i can't fucking imagine it like it doesn't make so sense to odd me. yeah it doesn't make sense for me to go to like key arena to watch music like that yeah that's true i saw fleet foxes in 2018 and fleet foxes is one of my favorite all-time bands and i saw fleet them- foxes is great yeah and I saw them in um, in Chicago at the Chicago Theater, which is like a really big, not a stadium, but it's a very, very big venue with seats. Uh, it was a kind of like a seated concert yeah, that yeah. goes like all the way back. And I didn't have, you know, the worst seats, but I was pretty far back. And I honestly don't remember a single thing from that show. Yeah. And they were touring for an album called Crack Up. 
which maybe we can listen to and talk about in the future. It's a really, really incredible album that is kind of taken as a whole. And it's like very unique in the song structure. It's kind of like what you're talking about with, with Arctic Monkeys most recent album. But, and I, I say this, you know, even though I love Fleet Foxes, but the way that they perform that album, or at least like with such big concert like sizes it just didn't work and i I can't really see an alternative because they're such a big band yeah that they need to do like a large venue but it's like that it it does raise a lot of questions like if you're touring for an album that's very unique and you know but if you're such a big band like how do you find the right concert style for that yeah, exactly. And I feel I feel like the <clears throat> the charm behind like a monophonic show would probably be like an intimate feeling to a show like that. Yeah. Versus <clears throat> versus like uh versus like traditional like music, like concert venues. So yeah. that that's that's what comes to me. Like I feel like that album I'll listen to it in passing. If it comes up, I will never complain because I think it's a lot of fun. It is fun, and yeah. Is there Some song? of their songs are very long. Yeah, is there uh, a song like that a sticks song. out to you? Yeah, um, I really liked, let's see, Chances. Chances. Maybe that was the first song. I typically, yeah. if it's a good album, I'll love the first song because if it's a good album, then it has a good first song that like yeah, sets, sets the tone. The tone yeah. And it, it, you know, typically if it's, you know, if it's my first time listening to the album, then it's, unless it's an artist I'm familiar with, it's my first like entrance to that sound that they're trying to make. And so oftentimes it'll have the most prominent effect on me. So that song chances being the first was really cool. Um, Also it's only us, which is the uh, title track. Yep. That was really good. All in the family was really good. Overall what stood out to me, a lot of these songs is the drums uh, even yeah. though like they have a lot of really good instruments and I love the brass, the drums are like super tight, super prominent, yeah. really on point. It's like we're, we're, what we were talking about on last week's episode, which I'll hopefully release. Uh, yeah. The like there are bands that are guitar led, there are bands that are keyboard led. This is a drum led band. You can mm-hmm. tell that they're really laying down the beat, and that is who everyone's following. You know. Yeah. yeah. The the um. I, for me, I really enjoy. I think my favorite song on the album is "Suffocating." Okay, it's really down tempo, but this album falls into like the category of like I'll just listen to it straight through, and it all holds up to about the same bar. You know, like some stuff might jump it just barely, mm-hmm. but overall, it's consistently like pretty damn good. Yeah. So, um. Any 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 last thoughts on monophonics? <laughs> um, it's all good. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually, the, when I listened to the album, I accidentally had it on shuffle, um, and I noticed like halfway through. But it, I don't think it's the sort of album where you need to listen to it straight no. through. You know, it's like each song stands on its own. Yeah, there's no um, like thematic tie going through the right. thing right there's no like transition like you know like which is cool that they can that they do that that way you don't need to worry about like you know listening to it out of order which i did but yeah it's just a small thing that just stood stood out to me yeah it's yeah 
every every song it's it's a contained experience which is sort yes. of like we were talking about it comes up on shuffle it's a good listen right yep. i was like i i would feel like we give we give a four two thumbs up this is for me solid one thumb up you know yeah, solid thumb up i agree yeah like i'm i'm never gonna complain about listening to them if they if they come around once this fucking pandemic's over i will yeah. watch them in a heartbeat yep well, we should go to a show together and then and then make a thought about it totally totally that would that actually be a good concept if we ever go to shows talking about it yeah legit <laughs> all right um sweet i think that's i think that's that's the that's the pod that's all we had to talk about you want to plug your stuff oh yeah sure a <laughs> uh, good old lemon leaf check it out it's on instagram there you go <laughs> l-e-dot-m-o-n-dot-l-e-a-f i just you know do some music over there check it out don't check it out whatever the heck you want lemon leaf lemon leaf oh yeah <laughs> then for me this? for me um casserole on instagram and then old heart radio on instagram old heart space and on twitter and then you can recommend us to your friends and then me and jared are actually for matinee edition we've been doing a like few listener submitted question at the end of it we're gonna try to so send us your questions whether it's music or movies we'll we'll throw them in at the end of a podcast totally nice yeah. Hey, you want to talk about something, what you've been listening to this week? Oh, shit. Yes. Um, really on the spot there. Huh. Like you did to me last week. Oh, there you go. Uh, while I'm looking at it on Spotify, what have you been listening to this week? Um, I have been listening to a lot of Andy Schaff, which is he's a really cool kind of like indie artist. Um, he does a lot of like, or his last two albums were concept albums. They were really, really awesome. Oh, which maybe we can talk about yeah, we should definitely. I, I think next for the next podcast, I'll send you one of his albums to listen Sweet. to. His stuff is really, really cool, taken as a whole. Um, actually, the Fox Warren single I gave to you—that's him. It's Andy Shaw. Okay, sweet. Um, this is other band in, in Saskatchewan, Canada. I've also been listening to King Gizzard of the Lizard Wizard, which is you another. Yes, I've seen I, them on YouTube a handful of times. They're so cool. They are so they they're basically like trailblazers in the sort of psychedelic, like, like modern contemporary psychedelic sound. Yeah. They use two drummers. It's really cool. Yeah. We should talk about it at some point, but yeah, that's what I've been listening yeah, to. You, you recommend, I think it's a great idea of doing a, uh, just like a genre themed episode, maybe like focusing mm-hmm. on artists from a specific place or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, about a year ago, passion pit re-released manners, his album from 2009 for like a 10 year special. And so I, I've actually listened to that album this week. Weirdly enough, I, I don't even remember why it came into my mind, like why I was listening to Passion Pit. Mm-hmm. And then if you're, uh, if you're listening on Matinee Edition, which you should be, um, I, I mentioned I'm rewatching all the Marvel movies right now, just because I have absolutely nothing else left for entertainment. Mm-hmm. And I got to Guardians of the Galaxy, which is all these like, Oh, yeah, nice. Great soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh I found a Spotify playlist that is all the songs from Guardians of the Galaxy in order. Uh, in order of when they're played in the movies. And I've just been listening to that playlist over and over again. It's fun. It's groovy. It gets solid, yeah. That's yeah. Great soundtrack. If you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, you're the one fucker that hasn't watched it. It's a great movie. And then and then just, anything watch it for the music. Yeah, if anything watch it for the music because it's like the music is in a it's integrated in a very fun way so yeah that's yeah that's what i've been listening to this week so yeah that's a it's a pod i'm lucas that's pod. i'm avi there you go this is All in right. tune it's in tune hopefully you listen again <laughs>